Hey guys, you are now, no. Your favorite stuff. Your favorite podcast that amplifies the experience. No, sorry. Okay. Can you start again? You are now listening to season four of Dark and Lovely Pod with your lovely hosts, Dej and Ohima T. This is your favorite podcast that amplifies the voices and experiences of Black women. Streaming every Friday on all platforms. So kick off your shoes, relax your feet, and lock in to Dark and Lovely Pod. Woo! <laughs> like, if somebody represents like a like a, a like a good person like you see this person as like a good even though you're not that close to them yeah. and you, maybe you see them like not so often but they represent like a like somebody who's a good person or somebody yeah. who's like a good christian or somebody who's something mm-hmm. and like they pass and it's like wow like yeah you, you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. like i feel like you don't like then you're realizing like, okay like i actually am kind of attached to this person in some regard yeah you know yeah but and it's funny like you don't realize it until they're out of your life Mm-hmm. which sucks but hey guys hey we're back again with another episode yes 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 the last episode yeah season finale Woohoo! this is season <laughs> five or four four yeah so season five premieres on june 3rd yes Friday, June 3rd, mark your calendars, <laughs> set an alarm, because yes. we're going to be back yes. on Friday, June 3rd. Yes. Will that be summer? When does summer start, actually? I think I think in June, like this, the second week in June or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Summer. Something like that. Yeah. Summer. Um, yeah, summer. Speaking of summer, mm-hmm. are you excited? <laughs> um... I am, but I'm not because, like, okay, I am. I'm lying. Like, I am. <laughs> Why would you not be excited? No, okay, for summer? because obviously I'm excited for summer because, like, seasonal depression, like, yeah, is slowly going away. Yeah, you know, and obviously, like, um, the like Toronto's lit in the summertime. You know what so, I mean? So, and we're open this year. And we're open this yeah, year, but we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. But I don't see them closing things <laughs> yeah, down in summer. They won't. But like so. at the same time, like I want to save my money. You know. <laughs> You're not trying to save. I mean, I feel like I've been saving, mm-hmm. you know, like all throughout winter, and I'm just ready to spend my money now. Like, yeah. there's only so much I can save. Like, come on, like I'm, I'm tired. Not you're tired. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm over it. I want to spend my money. I want to go out and live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, we deserve it after the two years that we've had. Yeah, we deserve to go out and live our lives. So yeah but like also like i'm trying to think like how's my work schedule gonna conflict with me trying to go out too you know yeah because like i work overnight sometimes like honestly like it's either i work in the morning afternoon or overnight like if i'm working in the morning like obviously i'm going out yeah if i'm working in the afternoon like i'm still going out like you know we're grown out like like we go out like i like like getting to a party or whatever at like 12 1 is like normal now do you know what i mean but like the overnight like i know then i'm leaving the party at like what 10 i know That's so nice. we'll yeah. see god will, god will you know if i can't come to a one two party then I can't yeah come, it's not but that. you don't have to go to everything yeah but yeah. I, I also want to like shop for the summer too mm, but i keep yeah. like stopping myself from spending money like i've been doing so good like mm-hmm. i feel like last year like probably like every month 
I would do like a haul. Like, oh my goodness, every month? Yeah. Like in the summer? Or what do in you all, all months oh my of God. the year. And like Whoa. when I when I do an order, like I'm I'm spending like at least three hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then like when I like when I like tell myself to chill, and then I don't buy stuff for like maybe a couple of months, then I'll be like, okay, you didn't buy stuff for a while, so yeah, now you need to re up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the last time I bought clothes was probably maybe like February, and like I didn't buy too many things mm-hmm. i just i think i just bought oh the last yeah the last time i bought something was february because i was going somewhere and i didn't buy too too much so that was good mm-hmm. but yeah i just keep stopping myself from buying things like even like this telfar thing like i stopped myself i've stopped myself from buying so many telfars and even this back security thing i think i'm just gonna allow it <laughs> yeah yeah what about you are you excited I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. I'm just so freaking excited. I feel like you're always outside. No, I'm not. What? How? Did, I feel like you're outside. Like, you're, like, you're about During it. During the like, summer? Yeah, I feel like you yeah, and your friends are, summer. like, outside. I feel yeah, like in you guys the winter, always... we're not outside. <laughs> in the winter, we're at home in our beds. Like, yeah. I don't go outside in the wintertime. Because there's nowhere like, to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm low-key. I'm kind of excited for this summer. In Toronto because I feel like there's a lot more um, clubs like African clubs or like clubs that play like Afrobeats and stuff coming to the city mm-hmm. like all the new clubs that are in the city are like, like African clubs or like clubs that play Afrobeats mm-hmm. and like I feel like I never got to experience that like mm-hmm. that type of club scene because back in the day was always like um, they're either playing like trap, uh, trap dance hall mm-hmm. soca which is fine too but I feel like, you know, I want to be around, like, my people. Yeah. Like, Caribbean people are my people, but, like, African people are my people. Yeah. So, like, I never got to experience that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, so what do you feel like... What was the what was the best summer for you? 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not even trying to sound like a cliche, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, what was, was lit about? Best, was the best summer hands down. Yo, like, do you remember? Do you remember that party, that lit fucking party in 2016? At the end of the summer? Yeah, was it the end of the summer? I think so. And it was like in Pickering or Ajax, right? Is that was the one you're talking Pickering about? Or was it in Ajax? I feel it like it was Durham. Ajax. It was in Durham for sure. Yo, that party was so lit. <laughs> <laughs> that party was so yeah, and literally lit. Everyone was there. Everybody like, was everybody there. Everybody was there. Everybody in in all, in all of Durham, like yeah, like everyone, like you know, sometimes when you greet people on Instagram, I was seeing everyone. I was seeing everyone. I'm like, oh, I can't act like I know that because <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know that. Only in my head, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was, was the great. summer that fucking ooh came out. And do you remember when that what? song? Ooh, yeah, they hit. Oh they my, broke that came out 2016. Yeah, you know which other song came out 2016? Which? Um, Rihanna's uh, work, 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 work. That work, did come work. out in 2016. Yeah. Lemonade came out in 2016. Lemon- oh my god, 2016 was just a year. Drake's album, uh, what's Views. it called? Was it Views? Yeah. What was his? What was that top song 2016? Trophy? Well, there was a lot. Um, Grammys. Like, I don't remember. By Drake. Hotline Bling. Was it Hotline Bling? I mean that was pretty big. I mean he has a lot, so yeah. I can't think right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> I can't think. But um 
I don't know. That summer was just so great. Like, that I had summer, no worries at all. No, ref, no fucking responsibilities, man. Yeah, I was just literally outside. Out the fuck side. Like, you know what was lit whatever. about summer 2016 too? Was like, literally like, my friends would just like, come like we would just like link up and then like be outside all day yeah like, literally and like we didn't have to worry about like getting our lashes done and like yeah. having a frontal it's like, and, didn't like it matter nothing it, mattered nothing mattered and you know what too also that was the year where i feel like everyone had like at least a part-time job so they could be doing something yeah we you had a little mean? bit of change still so we had change but it wasn't like a full-time job where we couldn't go outside mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was like a, the best like time like in between or in terms of like having money because we could go outside we could do things but we weren't limited by our job yeah exactly just, now i'm amazing. super limited <laughs> right <laughs> i'm limited by my job i'm limited by my responsibilities <laughs> i'm super fucking limited but nah 2016 was lit but do you know what i feel like for me personally mm-hmm. i feel like we take summer 2017 for granted i don't even remember what happened because i feel like that was like a part two for me like and what, I f- what was something that happened so I can remember like in that summer because I don't remember um, anything I don't know that was the summer that fucking more life came out Drake's album like okay. blem like okay. um th- all those songs like for me that was I will look back on that year as a very uh, pivotal mm-hmm. year in my life because mm-hmm. I feel like that year I went through so much Mm -hmm. and like i was just like i was just like doing things that i shouldn't do yeah like and i just like if i look back on that year and i look at my life now Mm -hmm. like i see the growth in myself so i'm not saying like it was the funnest year but for me like 2017 like like because me and my friends we always like talk about which Drake albums are our favorite and stuff like that or like which Drake albums are like the best and I'm like honestly More Life is not Drake's best album but it's a very special album to me Mm -hmm. because I used to listen to that to that album when I was going through it when I was and that was the first year like that was the first summer I had my car because I got Mm -hmm. my car 2016 like October November Mm -hmm. so then 2017 summer was the first time I had my car right Mm -hmm. and like it was just you know like we were just on road like true yeah like i don't know it was it was it was a very monumental year yeah and then i think 2018 summer was good too that was the summer where remember that time we all went to soak or die no 2018 summer soak or die no it's not ringing a bell Mm -mm. wait what was the last year we played mass that was 2019 right yeah, 2019 summer was not good for me. That was a terrible Was summer. it really? Yeah, that summer was terrible. I'm trying to think what I did. Tw- well, yeah, I think Ma- we played Mass 2019. That was the last time. Mm-hmm. It was 2020. We didn't, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Are you going to play Mass this year? I kind of want to. I kind of want to, too. But then I just, like, I, I don't mind playing Mass, but it's the whole... Like everything that's involved with playing, it's mass. too much. Like, it's so you're much. You're at the camp like, and you're in the line. I don't want to like, do it, bro. Like do you, you have to get your hair done. You have to do your makeup. You have to wake up early. Like I just what? don't like doing all that. You know what? You, know? you don't have to do that. Like the first time I played mass, I feel like I was caught up in like, okay, I have to get my hair done. I have, my nails have to match my costume. Okay, I have to get the right sneakers. Like, oh my gosh, I have to make sure I get an Instagram picture. I yeah. feel like the set, like. And then like you're stressing like oh my like my costume oh this is not the right panty Bro, like, oh this this no. that 
I hate that. I hate it. But I, I feel it. like if you think like, I think I said this before in here. Like my one friend, he was like, "Yo, mass is not about your costume. Mass is about jumping up and having fun with your friends." I know. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Obviously, it's about your costume a little bit because you pay for it, right? Yeah. But like, yo, once you take all the pressure off of playing mass and just think like it's gonna be a nice day the sun's gonna be hot on my skin the soka's gonna be blasting we're gonna be jumping yeah, up like and we're celebrating like caribbean culture like then it's lit because the next time i played mass i had a blast yeah. and i lost my phone that day too and it was still funner than the, the year before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah i don't know i think that um yo in 2018 what what camp did you play with? Did I even play Mass 2018? I don't remember. I think you did. I remember you wore like a, like a silver. Oh yeah. I don't remember what Was that tribal? Camp. No, it wasn't. It was like some random camp. Oh, like a small one, right? Yeah, it was a small one. Okay, cuz I played with um Do you remember that? I don't know if this is mixed up. Do you remember <laughs> Did you remember that like whole thing like in 2019 that girl that had her own camp? Oh yeah. Yeah, and so she like scammed everyone or something? Yeah, so that girl <laughs> that girl had a section like the year before she didn't yeah. have her own camp, but she Oh had, yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was the I was in her section. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was basically like the same experience, mm-hmm. but like just for her section mm. and like literally like it was just a disaster like i remember they said costume pickup like you know costume pickup you're thinking you're going there you're gonna go get your bra and your panty and then you're gonna be out we were in the line for like six hours mm-hmm. and i can't even tell you why we were in the line for six <laughs> hours and when i got my costume it was the bra panty yeah that always happens though that's why i don't want to play bass like yeah that literally always happens you know, every single year you know what you can do too if if you i feel like sometimes it's better to decide last minute to play mass no i think so too because then you just go with whatever's there you yeah. don't have any expectations yeah. and yeah. you just you just go get it you mm-hmm. know and usually when it's last minute they already have everything prepared and like exactly someone, someone just didn't get their costume or just said they didn't want to play anymore and they didn't come to pick it up mm-hmm. you know it's already there for you waiting mm-hmm. i can't like oh like i think the last time i played mass about yeah i know what you're talking about bro yeah. i was in i was at that camp is it called a camp i don't know what it's called mm-hmm. but i was there at like one o'clock in the morning and we were playing mass literally the next day. And you have and to I wake up early. Waiting. Yeah. I was like, bro, what are what what is happening right now? Like, why is it taking so long? And like, why are you waiting till last minute to do all this stuff? But you we didn't send you money last minute, so like. But you already fucking know that everything's last minute with black people, and now like, just like mass, like it's just everything's last minute. Everything's just, last I minute. I can't deal. They're literally putting on like sequins onto the bra. Bro. While I was there, I was like, what? What? Like, what the worst think? is when like the costumes are like poorly made. It's like okay. Like I could have done this myself. I, no, you actually can. Mm-hmm. You actually can. Like, you know. I don't know, but yeah. Either way, the road is seeing me by God's grace. I want to be on the road, and I pray that it's safe this year. If you have problems with people, please stay home. Yes, please stay home. Please stay home. Please don't stay home. bring I don't your want mix no up. Problems. Don't bring your bum them to the to. To, to the people that parade please we want to oh, have fun that's the thing with Toronto. summer in general i feel like whenever it gets warm outside people just don't know how to act anymore 
and, and like, honestly, there's so much like gun violence like for there what is, there is a lot of gun violence and honestly i really hope there's not a lot of sh- like i hope there's zero shootings this summer yeah yeah especially like when we like go to like parties and stuff like that like outdoor parties and all those things like please like like leave the guns at home leave the guns at home please like please we just want to have fun <laughs> right Oh, God. Like, this is our first time outside. Like, please, we just want to have fun. Like, I, I feel like everyone should just, you know, like... Like, give it a rest for a year. Come <laughs> on. Give it a rest. Yeah, a give line, it a like, rest. Yeah. You guys mix up Can We Convene next year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, let us have fun. Just let please. people have fun, bro. We deserve it. Especially Take us. It. With all this lockdown this and then knockdown and then seasonal depression and ice storm and snowstorm. Like, we deserve oh, it. We deserve it. Oh, summer's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. man, I'm so excited. Wow. Yeah, I hope this is a good one, man. It will be. I can feel it. You can feel it? Yeah. It'll be a good one. Ugh, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, because I feel like, do you think that you need a little boo in the summer or no? No. I mean, it's more fun if you do. <laughs> but, like, I don't think it's necessary. 2016 summer, I've... No. We were little. What did we need with the boo thing? No, I was trying to see if I was single or not. But... I was getting abused, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was fighting for my life. <laughs> and then 2017, I took a break for a couple months and I started fighting back for my life again. <laughs> Don't <kill me. laughs> But You know what? I think 2015 summer was fun too, actually. Now that I think about it. 2015. I feel like I was broke. I feel like I was too broke to know what fun was. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, oh, the reason why like 2016 summer, my hair was atrocious. <laughs> what do you mean? No, my hair was really bad. Why? Do you know what my hair was? No, I don't. Remember. I was wearing those 27 piece wigs. What? You know 27 piece the box wig? No. Like those pixie cuts. Oh, what? You don't Are remember you? that? No, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Oh, well, I'm happy you don't remember that. Where's my phone? Yeah, I was wearing those um 27 piece wigs. Like I remember I thought I was so sick. Like I would I would like every couple of weeks, like no, like every week or so I'd go to BSW, I'd buy a new box and I'd make the wig again. Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like if I did it now it would look a lot better because like I yeah. know the vibes. Yeah. But like back then I was I was literally doing anything. And I remember like those times like I couldn't anyway, we just didn't have money for clothes. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. No one cared like that. Nobody cared like that. And I feel like Instagram wasn't like what it is now. Yeah. Like no one was comparing themselves. We were literally just having fun. It was just vibes. Yeah. Now it's vibes in Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. Like me and my friend were talking about how like whenever you go out with your friends and like, (laughs) you know, like when you're not feeling your pictures Um, and like now your night's ruined because you're not feeling your pictures. Like so sad. Yeah. Now no one's talking. (laughs) There's tension. so sad. (laughs) Oh my yeah. god! Or even like when you go out to eat and like you're taking pictures of the the, the food. food. Yeah. Oh god! I have a one friend that like gets so annoyed every time we do that. <laughs> She's like, seriously, are we here to eat or are we here to take pictures of our food? I'm screaming. Like, Girl, like you don't have social media, so you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we always say this, but social media. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that, um, oh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been actively trying not to use filters. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I don't, like, I used a filter uh, this weekend, but, Mm -hmm. like, the last, like, maybe, like, three times I went out, 
I didn't use a filter because I'm like, I look good without the filter. Like, True. I feel like if you, like, you know when you open your snap camera and you go straight to the filter? Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you take it off, then you're like, whoa. But, like, if you, mm-hmm. like, start with no filter, like, yeah. you're blessed. Yeah, like, fair. you look cute. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's true. So, yeah, I'm, I think this summer I'm going to try not to use filters and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. the body dysmorphia is dysmorphia. Yeah, man. Especially those Instagram filters. Like, I don't use those. so real. I, I've never in my life used <laughs> it. It's, listen. They look so real. It's, it's really scary. No, I don't. I've never. I don't even know how to use an Instagram genuinely i don't know how to get instagram filters really? and I, i'm not going to learn like i feel like yeah. that's dangerous territory no it's very dangerous like the the, the shit's the, like shit's it scary. looks so real it looks and like I don't you even got know, fillers i don't even know that like someone is not like they're not using a filter until like they move and you know when the filter kind of like yeah, yeah shifts yeah. a bit then i'm like oh shit it's a filter Mm-mm. i'm like oh i thought you actually looked like that I'm like damn but like these people are wicked like why are you making that I know it's it's like it's weird like and like some filters are weird like it's like making your skin like like a white person like making you look like a white person and I was just like where where were you going with this like created this filter <laughs> this is fucking weird yeah but, yeah but it makes it look so real you know so I'm like like why would you who would create this filter okay so before you move on what do you want for this summer um I just want to have fun um, I want to be very relaxed, no stress mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. and I want to travel a lot. Not, and I don't mean travel. Obviously, I want to travel internationally, one hundred percent. But I want to like explore Ontario and see what Ontario. Canada has to yeah, offer. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, I want to see what Canada has to offer. On, maybe if you said if you said Canada, but Ontario, like, what else is in Ontario? I Ontario so big, and I feel like we're only in like the gta like it has so much this to is offer where the black people are at i just want to see like i want to see yeah, what else you. there is you know i want to see but like uh, like i want all the black people to come so we can, <laughs> <laughs> you can get lit over there you know what i mean that's true well what do you want for this summer honestly i was telling my friends the other day i wanted to fall in love this summer oh that's possible <sighs> stop <laughs> uh, you shouldn't have that mindset don't think like you're not going to just don't have any expectations and I feel like it'll happen. Everyone keeps saying that. Whether I have expectations, no expectations, niggas are just crazy. But, um, <laughs> no, I wanted, I wanted to fall in love this summer, you know? Yeah. I wanted to fall in love. Um, like little summer romance. Yeah, but like actually real. Um, yeah. yeah. And like I want to, uh. Yeah, I want to fall in love this summer. Everything else is like a given by God's grace. Like, I'm gonna have fun with my friends, like, make memories, of course. Like, mm-hmm. go out to eat, go to parties, like, mm-hmm. look cute, feel good. I want to, like, look cute, feel good. Like, mm-hmm. I want to continue to, um, like, I just, I want to, like, I like putting myself together. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. like, you know, put this and that together. Like, put this outfit together, this mm-hmm. makeup look, this hairstyle. Like, even though I get tired of doing my hair, but, like, I do like like that stuff like you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. yeah I want to continue to grow into my femininity and Mm -hmm. my identity as a young black woman in her Mm -hmm. mid to late 20s and yeah I want some love like I just want to be surrounded by love like any type of love like genuine real love that's what I want my the theme of my summer to be love yeah I just I need love I love love you know yeah 
I'm going to read a tweet that sums up our topic for today's episode. Mm-hmm. And this tweet is by underscore angel double L double G. Not double underscore. L's <laughs> and it reads Mastering detachment be the hardest shit because you really have to stand on what you say. Uh, I don't know what kind of emoji this is. Let me see. Mind boggling. Mind blown. Mind blown. Mind blown emoji. And this is on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. Um, so yeah, mastering detachment. Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> mastering detachment. And what, what did she say? You really have to stand on what you say. Yeah, you really have to stand on what you say, which is It true. was that part for me because yeah. I feel like... Because I was saying in the last episode, I'm a very extreme person. So like... But like my extremes are not always consistent. Like I like today I could extremely be like fuck you and tomorrow I could be extremely like I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to detachment, like let's say somebody does something to me and I'm like, yo, fuck you, like I'm not fucking with you on that level anymore. Yeah. Right? On Tuesday. And like by Thursday, I'm fucking with you again. The next time I say, fuck you, I'm not fucking with you, you're not going to take me serious. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like that is how people just walk all over you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I agree. I think I'm the same way, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely say things. Mm-hmm. But honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm just saying things just to like, just so you know. What, but like, like, what do you mean? Like, I'm saying how I feel so you know, but I don't actually know if, like, I'm going to act on these feelings. But sometimes I I feel like you have to keep it to yourself then. Because I was talking to my friend, um, and you know the whole situation I told you about from the other day? Yeah. Because she was like, um, if you you haven't decided if you're Mm -hmm. still going to fuck with him, then still, like, let him, like... Cause she, cause I was like, okay, should I reply to this, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, if you haven't decided if you're gonna fuck with him, mm-hmm. then like still like reply and stuff. Like maybe don't like, like reply as if you would before, but like still mm-hmm. like reply and stuff. Because if you stop replying and then he like double texts you or like starts begging and then you start talking to him, like you're teaching him that like okay, if I do this, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna get her to change her mind. Oh, do you know okay. what I mean? True. So like if you if you haven't decided yet then still kind of like allow it a bit and then when you decide like then you could cut him off but if Mm -hmm. you make him feel like okay um if i do this then she's gonna do this like you're teaching him from early that he could sway you based on his actions and i feel like i feel like men know that yeah like they know we're dumb like (laughs) not they know we're dumb don't kill me no but they do yeah my only thing with that is like like i feel like when i'm like deciding if i want to like continue continue talking to someone not when it's new because i feel like if it's new like if it's like a new relationship mm-hmm. like my detachment is like 100 like i'll i don't care mm-hmm. like i'll just cut you off mm-hmm. you know what i mean but if it's like someone that's been in my life for a long time mm-hmm. Like, if I'm deciding if I, like, want to talk to them or not again, like, I'm going to be acting a certain way. And then they're going to be, like, like, why are you acting like that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they're going to be confused by, like, how I'm acting. So I feel like I need to communicate, like, why 
I'm acting like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that that example means that you, you don't communicate. I think you can communicate and say, like, what's wrong? Because in that particular situation, I already said what was upsetting me, mm-hmm. right? But it's like after after somebody does something to you and you guys talk about it mm-hmm. and they say, okay, like, I, I'm sorry or either I don't see what I did wrong, I'm not sorry, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You've come to, you've talked about it as much as you can talk about it. Like, yeah. even, I have the right to still not want to fuck with you yeah. or to still be upset for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you are still deciding, like, if you're still upset and you're still deciding if you want to fuck with that person and mm-hmm. you've already communicated to them, mm-hmm. like... And, like, I feel like, um, I don't know if this is a personal thing. You could let me know if maybe you feel the same way. But it's, like, because even in that situation, I'm, like, you know, like, if, if I'm going to, like, fuck with this guy again, like, he has to apologize to me. Yeah. Like, he has to apologize to me. Like, yo, I need some flowers. I need this and I need that. And, like, that will make me fuck with him again, right? Mm-hmm. But then I'm, like, honestly, Teresa, like, you don't always need, like, people don't always need to be apologizing to you. Like, why do you always like just they should just do right you know what i mean like oh yeah they shouldn't have to like backtrack yeah Yeah. like i don't need like flowers and stuff like that i need respect from the beginning yeah from the beginning you know of course like when you have relationships with people like they're not not every single thing they do is going to make you happy they're going to upset you in some way but like Mm -hmm. in these major ways that i'm saying that like they they, i need a big big apology because like yeah i don't like yeah keep your apology like i'm good yeah you know that's fair yeah yeah so that's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah man so have you ever do you think you've ever mastered detachment i think with certain people yeah how did you do that um I've mastered detachment with are still in my life in a certain way I'm just not willing to like open up to them to a certain extent Mm. you know what I mean like you're still in my life and like I'll be respectful towards you but like you don't need to know me on that level anymore you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I don't really care about like what you do like your actions aren't really going to affect me as much anymore because like mm-hmm. i don't hold that place in my heart for you anymore like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. does that make sense but is that okay if somebody has done something to you right mm-hmm. and you don't fuck with them in the same way and like they're still in your life is that really detachment or is that you keeping them in your life because you you're attached to like is that you keeping them in your life to a certain capacity because you are attached to them does that make sense yeah honestly i don't think i'm attached to them at all (laughs) like i'm not gonna lie like whatsoever Hmm. but what's your what what is attachment though like for me yeah um i think attachment is like no matter what someone kind of does to you like you're always willing to have that same space for them or hold that same space for them yeah yeah that's kind of what attachment is for me like it doesn't really like nothing sways nothing changes like your relationship doesn't change like no matter what that person does to you i think attachment is like 
like I think it's um when there's a person in your your life that if they weren't in your life for whatever reason like your life would change or feel different like for example if we're talking about co-workers mm-hmm. like they're I don't not that I don't like my co-workers but there's no co-worker in my life that if I never saw them again I it would change my life yeah like I would probably be, be like oh like so and so is really cool like I like working with them mm-hmm. and okay work is kind of boring today without them yeah but after I leave work like I'm not thinking about any of you guys <laughs> yeah. that's not even a diss thing like it's probably a mutual feeling yeah that's true you know what I mean like at any of my jobs like it's it's like you're not changing my life or like yeah. even like acquaintances or people that you see on road or yeah, even some true. distant family members like yeah it's not changing my life but then like now if we bring it closer or like even like people you went to high school with these are people that you saw every day for like four years but like if you Mm -hmm. never it will be sad Mm -hmm. but like you know but then now if you're bringing it to like your close friends your family yeah that's fair it's like if 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 i don't talk even like even if i don't talk to them for like a day like for example like me and my friends like I think as we've gotten older, we spend less time on the phone because, like, we're busy. Mm -hmm. But, like, I definitely talk to them every day. Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't, if if I weren't, like, I notice, like, let's say one of my friends is having, like, a long day or, like, Mm -hmm. they're just have bare schoolwork. Like, I notice that, like, okay, they weren't on Snap. They weren't on Instagram. They weren't on the group chat. Like, I feel like that's attachment. Mm. Okay. But I don't think that, um, what did you say? You said that. Um, I said no matter what someone does to yeah. you, kind of hold the same space for them. I don't, I don't, I think that comes with attachment, but I think that's also just poor boundaries. But do you think mm-hmm. poor boundaries and attachment go hand in hand? I mean, I, yeah. I think poor boundaries is like the negative aspect of attachment, but mm. there's also like a positive aspect to attachment as well. What is the positive aspect? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like like in terms of like your relationship with someone so right now like what's coming to mind is me and my sister mm. and i feel like we're definitely extremely like attached mm-hmm. and i just feel like i don't know like i don't know how to explain it but like i kind of understand her in a way that's like other people wouldn't understand her i don't know if that makes sense but mm-hmm. i don't know i definitely think there's a positive side to attachment like or even just like if anyone says something to my sister mm-hmm. like whether it be my grandparents my mom my brother like i'm always like on her side like mm-hmm. in defense for her mm-hmm. you know and i feel like that has to do with like the attachment that we have but i don't know yeah i think that um there are certain like i think i'm attached to all my friends mm-hmm. but there's one friend in particular that i i know like i'm attached to her and it's like like we text like every day mm-hmm. and like if i weren't of course like as we've gotten older like like we still definitely text every day but like maybe the conversation like there'll be larger gas between replies because like we're busy you know what i mean yeah but like um yeah i think that if i didn't hear from her for a whole day like i i would it would definitely not upset me but it would change like you would notice i would notice yeah and like if she was upset with me for whatever reason like or we weren't talking or things weren't right between her and i mm-hmm. 
I think that it would in the same you know when you're fighting with your man and like now you have you now you're having a bad day you're yeah. at work crying in the back like <laughs> I think like not crying <laughs> I think like maybe like I wouldn't be crying but I it would definitely affect my day yeah if if me and that particular friend had an issue because of the attachment and because like you see how you said you kind of understand your sister yeah I feel like I kind of understand her and I feel like she kind of understands me mm-hmm. so it's like if the person that's supposed to understand you is not understanding you it's mm-hmm. a very frustrating feeling and then now you just feel misunderstood yeah by someone you're really close to yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair but I see something about attachment yeah it was one of the points that you made you said oh like you when you were talking about your co-workers and you're like how like you're not attached to them because mm-hmm. like when once you go home you're not really thinking about them mm. i was gonna say like there's some times where like you don't think you're attached to people mm. but then once they leave your life you're like oh shit you know what i mean you're like oh fuck like i'm actually attached to you or like i actually care about like you leaving my life even though i thought like i didn't no and you know what like it's actually crazy because i haven't had a lot of experiences with like death Mm -hmm. that like something that's like somebody that's close to me Mm -hmm. so like whenever like somebody passes away like i'm usually like sad for like other people yeah but like recently like i had an experience with it and like i i actually did not even realize like i think like i think that um how to explain it i think when you're really close to some i mean at least this is what i'm assuming because i've never had the experience Mm -hmm. but i think like when you are somebody who's very close to you passes away Mm -hmm. like you're sad because like they're a big part of your life and now like your life is going to change and like you're going to miss them and all these things right Mm -hmm. but like sometimes i feel like when people pass like it's also like what they represent Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. like yeah like if if somebody represents like uh i don't know it's just like uh, like if somebody represents like a like a, a like a good person like you see this person as like a good even though you're not that close to them yeah. and you, maybe you see them like not so often but they represent like a like somebody who's a good person or somebody yeah. who's like a good christian or somebody who's something mm-hmm. and like they pass and it's like wow like yeah you know what i mean and then like I feel like you don't like then you're realizing like, okay like i actually am kind of attached to this person in some regard yeah you know yeah but and it's funny like you don't realize it until they're out of your life mm-hmm. which sucks but it does suck that's and I, vocals yeah i think that um yeah it, it, it does suck and for me like i want to experience like the the positive sides of attachment when it comes to a nigga <laughs> when it comes to what a nigga oh a man a male <laughs> specimen yeah somebody of the opposite gender um i think that um in my experience like attachment has meant like uh somebody what did you say somebody like does a lot of things to you and like no matter what they do like you still fuck with them like i feel like that's what it's meant for me in the past like and also like i don't know if i should say that because it's actually pretty sad and like it's okay i've gone to therapy but like like i I was in like a situation before like where we were like always on the phone Mm -hmm. like literally like like always on the phone like 
24 7 and like when I was um when I was at a point in my life where like I was more doing school and like didn't work like work I was working at school so like yeah. I didn't have a, a lot of work mm-hmm. uh like I didn't have to go to work mm-hmm. like whenever we weren't on the phone like let's say they have to get off the phone for whatever reason like I would literally like take a nap yeah and then like wake up when they call me back or like I would wake up and mm-hmm. call them back yeah so it was like literally like my whole day was like yeah. on the phone with this person so then now like if me and you stop fucking with each other like yeah it's it's mm-hmm. I'm attached to you I'm attached to Mm-hmm. to my routine of calling you like yeah. now like I feel I, I want to pick up the phone and like call you and like I can't mm-hmm. you know yeah, so, so after that situation like and like I moved past that like whenever I want to like call somebody mm-hmm. that let's say like we spend a lot of the time on the phone we spent a lot of we spent a lot of time on the phone mm-hmm. like every like third time I want to call them I'll be like no like yeah. let me not call you let me go do something else let me call my mom yeah just good you know what I mean and yeah. like lately I've just been like talking to my mom like who better to talk to than your mom you know yeah facts <laughs> so yeah that's so true that's so true yeah I was actually having that conversation with a friend like a few weeks ago like we were just talking about how to not become so like consumed consumed yeah like obsessed with like our partner Mm -hmm. because that's not healthy it's not you know you shouldn't be your partner shouldn't be like you're everything the only person you talk to 24 7 like and why would you want that but i feel like okay i feel like in the beginning of a situation it's kind of like that because it's like you're trying to like you like you just met this person they're so interesting like oh my god i really Mm -hmm. like you i want to be around you like whatever Mm -hmm. whatever but i think like once you settle into your relationship then you start to be able to have more balance between that relationship and your other relationships that were there before like your friends your family now like you kind of settle into into that Mm -hmm. but and like i wonder like is is holding your relationship with your partner on like on a pedestal or like to that standard like is that negative if if that person is good for you i feel like it yeah i feel like it is because you need to have other relationships you know like why would you want one relationship to be like your world center around this one relationship like what if something happens to your partner god forbid god forbid but like you know but i feel like is that not what i personally feel like your husband or wife will be the or your life partner will be the most important relationship in your life and i think that that that's how it's supposed to be like my mom like she was talking to me the other day and like you know my mom like she's always like oh you have to marry someone from Ghana blah 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 blah, right Mm -hmm. and like I was just having like a real conversation with her and she's like honestly like obviously I'd prefer for you to marry somebody from Ghana but you have to marry who you like and who's a good person because she always says like marriage is your last happiness like literally your whole life can fuck up because you married the wrong person yeah that's so true so like you have to choose somebody that's for you that's a good person that's god fearing that's all these things because once one thing about them is frig up and your relationship is frig up like you're frig up you know it's true yeah so 
yeah i think that it's it's a really important relationship so i'm wondering like if it's like healthy like is it a bad thing if you view it that way um i mean i don't i mean if you do and i guess you view it that way I, you know what i mean <laughs> but like i'm just speaking like on like experience because mm. i feel like before i used to be very much like consumed by my partner and like only talk to them like i you know, only want to talk really, to them i never really maybe i didn't present that way but like yeah. i definitely was like that yeah and then like i noticed that it, it just wasn't healthy like wasn't giving it wasn't giving and i just didn't i didn't like myself like that yeah. you know what i mean i wasn't happy spending so much time with my partner and not spending that much time with my friends too mm-hmm. my friends are an important part of my life and i just felt like i wasn't wasn't giving them as much time and it just wasn't i didn't feel like myself you yeah. know because my friends bring out a different part of, of me right and i wasn't seeing that part of me at all yeah. so it was hard and then i think now i've i've understood that and i've learned that so even when i do feel like okay i'm spending a lot of time with my partner right now i'm gonna make sure i make time for my friends too Mm -hmm. like put them into my schedule Mm -hmm. because i need balance in my life a balance yeah and i feel like um i think that when especially if it's an unhealthy attachment or that person's not good for you like literally time away brings so much clarity yeah like especially like okay i think that um when you're in an abusive or toxic relationship or a situation that's not good, like, when you guys kind of end in drama and then you have time away from them, mm-hmm. like, it's... After you get over the, like, oh my gosh, this hurts so much, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm gonna die, like, you're, like, you kind of see things for what they are, you kind of see the things that your friends have been telling you, like, oh, wow, this person's actually kind of fucked still. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like... I feel like attachment is part of the reason why you either can't see these things or don't want to see these things. Yeah. Because I don't think that, like, unless you're, like, super far gone, like, I feel like when you're in a bad situation, like, you kind of know. Yeah, you definitely have, like, this, like... Feeling. Feeling, like, unconscious feeling. But then, like, because you're attached to that person and you know that it would be hard Mm -hmm. to detach, Mm -hmm. you just keep fucking with them you know mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah that's true man <laughs> wait did you say that you have oh okay yeah you said that you have mastered what? detachment in at least one situation right yeah I think so I don't think I cause literally how do I explain this like there are people that I used to fuck with whether it's friends family somebody romantically whatever mm-hmm. that like I don't talk to them I haven't said a word to them in like over two years mm-hmm. but like I still like think about them from time to time mm-hmm. or like I might like search them on Twitter from time to time or like really yeah why I don't know I think that that I don't know if that's just me like I'm just like a a nosy like like, like you person that likes to doing? investigate yeah not even that I want to see what they're doing because I don't really care like sometimes it's like I want to see you're good like sometimes like Mm. like oh like they're doing good like good for them and then i'll go on with my day and then maybe like three months later i'll think about them again Mm. you know what i mean like after i've actually gotten obviously when you initially 
get into something with somebody you're kind of keeping them to see like to be mixed up and yeah because you're attached to them so you still want access mm-hmm. you know but yeah yeah and you know what i feel like with attachment comes like feeling like entitlement to like access to that person yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah but even like when you're in a relationship like I feel like it's an important thing to know like even though you guys are together like you don't have access to 100% of their time like they're still an independent person you know what I mean they're still for themselves like they still should be able to like do whatever they want to do that's that's a that's a comforting and scary thought because it's comforting for me like okay I'm still gonna be my my own person yeah but then it's I think it's kind of scary because it's like you could be with somebody every day lie beside them Mm -hmm. have kids with them Mm -hmm. literally have a contract with them that like we are legally binded as a couple yeah and like you you could not know what they're thinking yeah like you could ask them how they feel about something they could lie to you and you will you would never actually know yeah because like they're still their own person yeah that that's That's scary you're gonna have to take that, isn't that scary though? It is scary. And I feel yeah. like you could, you could. Um, do you watch Bel Air? No. You have you heard of it? No. It's like um, it's like the a remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No. But I it's don't. like it's like uh, it's not funny. Like it's dramatic. Oh. I said that. Is too. Will Smith in it? No, he's a producer though. Mm. It's like. No. Yeah, that's what I said too. I was like, oh, fuck this, da da da. But it's actually really good. Like, Aunt um, really? Viv is dark skin, um, Uncle Phil is dark skin, Carlton's dark skin, uh-huh. Hillary's dark skin, oh. Ashley's kind of brown skin. Mm. And then um, Jeffrey is sexy on that show. Really? He's more like a um, security type of does the dirty work for the family type shit. Oh, okay. And he's so sexy. Like, he's still British, but he's like Jamaican too. And like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, nice. He's, he's, I was like, what a first, the first episode I watched, I'm like, why is Jeffrey making me feel this way? <laughs> Don't kill me. But yeah, it's actually, it's actually good. It's actually really good. You should watch it. I'll send you, you the link. But anyway, the episode I'm on, spoiler, but I'm not really going to spoil anything. Basically, like Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil are talking about something. Yeah. And like, I guess like they have like this thing where like, um, if they want to say something that like is honest but might hurt their partner's feelings like mm-hmm. they say i think they say oh brutal honesty or total honesty mm-hmm. and the person will be like okay go ahead mm-hmm. and it's like like these and i'm like i really like that because like i think a part of a healthy relationship is like you're gonna have to say things that your partner's not gonna like exactly mm-hmm but then even if you are saying things your partner's gonna like i know you're not saying every single thing that comes to your head to your mind yeah you're gonna like say it in a nice way (laughs) you're gonna filter yourself yeah so it's just it's just a scary thought yeah yeah it is Mm. (laughs) love is a scary thing it is a scary thing man i don't know i wish like love could just be like nice and easy and positive and like a great experience you know yeah because it's it's i mean i feel like it can be it it definitely is at certain points (laughs) not certain points but i feel like even if you're in like a good really like i think the mere thought of like wow i actually love this person like Mm -hmm. i'll do anything for this person like it's a lot it is a lot 
because even like sometimes when you think of like like i literally if i sat here and thought about how much i love my parents like i could just actually make myself cry yeah facts me too (laughs) (laughs) me too so like that shit's scary like what like stand up bro do you ever do you ever (laughs) sit in your bed and just think about like your mom or your dad or like your anyone close to you Mm -hmm. and then just be like oh my god like what if they anything happened to them like i would actually like what would i do oh as an only child yes i have those thoughts all the time like god forbid but like like my biggest fear growing up god forbid god forbid god forbid my biggest fear growing up like whenever my parents would go out together Mm -hmm. i would be like yo just like if they get into a car accident like i'm an orphan oh my gosh i'm an orphan with no siblings (laughs) like and like i well no siblings but i remember um when i was little my cousins like i used to go over there and stay there every summer yeah and like (laughs) so they were on like one my family's went like one side of my family Mm -hmm. and i had like cousins on my other side of my family right so i was staying with this particular side i used to go there every summer and i was i remember i was in the washroom and they came to the washroom like oh we have to tell you something and like i was the youngest so they always used to like fuck with me right yeah like oh we have to tell you something like yeah they're like yeah your parents your parents died what (laughs) why would they do that (laughs) like your parents died oh my god and and they're like they're like your other cousins were in the car too so you so you have no choice but to live with us and I remember I was like bawling my eyes out, and I was like in the washroom. Why would they do that? And they're like, That's oh, so we're just, mean. They're like, oh, we're just joking. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, I knew you guys were joking. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, they used to bother me so much, but. That's so sad. I know. Oh my goodness. I think I was probably like six max. Oh okay, yeah. Mhm. So they were just fucking with me. Yeah, but no, I definitely, I definitely think about those. Like as a kid, like I had those irrational fears. Mm -hmm. Now, like I just kind of push those thoughts away because some literally sometimes I'll I'll be hugging my mom, and like in my head I'll be like I love you so much. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like I love you so much. Mm -hmm. I remember the other day I was like, you know, like sometimes like when you think something in your head and it comes out, but like yeah, like the other day I was hugging my mom. I'm like, oh, I love you so much, mommy. I wish you could live forever. And she's like, oh. Oh, it's like, cute. anyways, bye. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. But yeah, 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 yeah. What's your advice for somebody who is trying to form healthy attachments or trying to detach? Mm, I will say that uh, whether you're trying to form healthy attachments or trying to detach, that building new relationships or strengthening the relationships that you have with other people Mm -hmm. will only serve to benefit you in both situations okay yeah um i think that if we want to understand why we form attachments the way we do we have to look at our relationship with maybe our family members true or people that have been in our lives for a long time mm-hmm. and i think that um i think that not all attachment is bad mm-hmm. 
but we have to I don't know I think that the first step is like understanding why you form attachments the way you do like in order to be able to detach and I think like I also think it's a skill to know when you should detach from somebody. Yeah. Like when, like, okay, you being attached to this person, like you're disrespecting yourself. Yeah. Now. Or harming yourself. Yeah. Or harming yourself now. And I think honestly, it's not we don't have to reach like a point of destruction to be like, okay, I shouldn't fuck with this person anymore. Yeah. Like sometimes just protect yourself. Just block. Yeah. Block block. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it takes that point of destruction for you to learn. But you know, but I feel like when it takes I feel like the people who I who I stopped fucking with that like it lasted and I didn't go back in my word mm-hmm. was like one day I woke up and I was like okay yeah I'm off this mm-hmm. but like when it's like a big big thing like yeah. mix up I feel like it's easy for you to go back on your word because like it was about that situation even though it was about so many other things yeah like as time goes on yeah you what did you say in one of our episodes? You don't forget what they did, but you forget how you, how, made, how you made you feel. Mm-hmm. Like that, you you become more detached from that feeling yeah. of how they made you feel. So, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like when when you just like one day, like maybe like you're even on good terms, you just mm-hmm. wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm off this. Yeah. I think that's what makes you like actually be off it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Anyways. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed the final episode of season four. Um and yeah, we'll be back June 3rd. Yes, Friday, June same 3rd. time, yeah. 7 a.m. Yeah, man. Listen to us on your drive to work. Exactly. <laughs> While you're at the gym. <laughs> yeah. While you're at the mall. Yeah. Listen well, with a friend. Or when you're studying. Yeah. Or whenever, just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> stream <laughs> on all platforms um all right well this has been your girl ahima t and dej and this is dark and lovely pod later bye bye guys <laughs>